the Mark West Sports Podcast. <laughs> I gotta talk about my big dog. Yeah, feel me. You know what my dog name is. Come on, man. <laughs> Mr. T. Tula, boy, baby. T. Tula, baby. That's his name. Tula, baby. <laughs> Yo, boy, like... <sighs> It's been a long, <laughs> long time coming. Oh, yeah, I know. Tua got wet singing over this. Change <laughs> gonna come. Oh, yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, my dog Tua and got your boy uh, with the notes, with the notes. You feel me? Got me with the notes. Know what I'm saying? I've been trying to tell y'all, man. You know, niggas don't want to listen, but, you know, Mark is going to, he going to understand soon. Know what I'm saying? You could go ahead and... <laughs> introduce us you feel me because i'm ready to go i'm ready to go yeah oh man <laughs> we ready we ready to go for real oh yeah we ready to go i don't know if you right. ready boy right. <laughs> it's the mark west sports podcast i'm marcus benjamin he's wesley pierre and we just gonna jump right into it to a our dog our 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 dog <laughs> came through in the clutch in one of the best games I've ever seen as a Dolphins fan. Me too. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I I was I've been doubting your boy. That's been well documented. I've been doubting your boy for 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 months. You could say years now. <laughs> and I was definitely still doubting your boy during this game. So much. I know you're you going to be like, oh, you ain't loyal. I, I know you're going to say that because I know you now. <laughs> but at halftime, I did switch over to red zone to see, you know, what was going on in the league because I was like, you know, this seems like it's going to be another one of those depressing Sundays. Hmm, hmm. Sounds familiar. Hmm. Little. Little to little to my knowledge, the football gods shined upon us, or should I say, the tour gods? Yes, shined <laughs> upon us in this game, and um, it was it was it was a comeback of epic proportions. I, I, mm-hmm. I will say, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best games ever from a Dolphins quarterback. He up there with names like Dan Marino and Bob Greasy, the only other two quarterbacks to throw six touchdown passes in a game. And then you had the, the you got the revival of Duper and Clayton, basically, with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Both went 11 receptions each over 150 yards. Mm-hmm. Receiving, including Jalen Waddle, with the game winner. First of all, I just want to say I was losing my mind in a hotel room. <laughs> I was losing my mind, bro. I was like, I was yelling so hard, especially when it came down to like the last few scores. I was like, yo, and I was in like a hotel room, and then, um. I had like a I had like a brew with a a, a a bottle of beer with me, and I didn't have a 
a bottle opener. So I went down to the lobby and I was like, yo, I need a bottle opener. And 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 the dude behind the counter was like, Yeah, I, I, I know you need that. We heard you from the room. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, you know. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, to, to say the least, I was excited about this game. And and I'm a believer now. I'm a believer now. And I know, oh, I, know I know what you're gonna say, Wes. That's why I'm trying to get it all out right now because I know you're about to go off about five minutes here. But <laughs> I do want to say that I am a believer now mm, in tour. He showed because during the game, I said, let's see if he can win us a game. Because I seen this is what's this what was gonna happen you know like if Tua is who he is he can come back and win this game with his arm which is exactly what he did thank you Tua thank you Dolphins thank you not gonna say thank you Wes you didn't really Wester do Thomas yes <laughs> you know, not Wes Western <laughs> Thomas <laughs> Yes, thank you. I, yes, I, I I believe. Yeah, I I I appreciate the thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I've been trying to tell everybody for the longest: give my dog some time in the pocket, and he's pressure. You feel what I'm saying? You can't be the most accurate quarterback, and you're gonna say, "Well, right now you probably don't. You probably don't say it because I know you want to say it, but you're just gonna hold it in right now." The most efficient is what you want to say, but most accurate quarterback, most efficient quarterback for you, Marcus. In NCAA history, yeah, shine the light, shine the light on my dog Marcus because we need to see him right as day. You feel me? Dark it was. I was like, let me put this light on. It is all good because you finally coming into the light. You're finally (laughs) coming into the light. The gods are speaking to you now. I can hear them just, yes, because what I've been saying, Westradamus, yes, I appreciate the thank you to appreciate the thank you. We've been saying this for the longest, man. And I'm happy that you're coming on. You're 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 not on the dark side no more. It's kind of like you was with the evil empire. You know who the evil empire is. It's like you was like a spy, and it, and it's like it's like you just been been reborn, reborn at this very moment right now. When she threw that touchdown to my dog Waddle to win the game. I've been you haven't seen a quarterback in about 15, 20 years. Four touchdowns in the fourth quarter? Even in Madden, you know 21 zip is blowout. People turn the game off. You feel me? And you know you got the I win. Got then you going to play somebody else. My <laughs> dog, too, is doing this thing. He didn't make none of the haters get to him. You see McDaniels, what he said. He said, I told two with this long time ago, man. I mean, half time, I could hear Marcus. We going through the text messages back. <laughs> you feel me? And... Of course you're going to blame the interception on him. Of course you're going to blame me. I'm like, even even after the fact, the coach said, look, the interception was not his fault. It was in the guy's hand. It got like, yo, what you want him to do? This is what you got to understand. When you got a quarterback that's accurate and efficient like Tua is, you got to take the good with the bad. And the good with the bad is the bad part is if you throw an interception in the tight spot. But nine out of those ten, that one time is the interception. But the nine, when he's majority of the time, three guys by that wide receiver and he fit it in that hole, this is the good. So sometimes you're going to have 
uh, 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 deflected ball and somebody's going to get an interception. That's just part of the game, but not with Marcus. Marcus <laughs> is going to go ahead and say, no, it's his fault. No, come on, man. You that can't do that. That first interception was his fault. I don't care huh? what nobody say. That first interception was his fault. I don't care what nobody say. No, that first interception was not his fault. It was not his fault. The coach said it was not his fault. Wester Domus is saying it's not his fault. People on ESPN, even the guys that hate him, like you, Marcus, they even saying that interception was not his fault. You feel what I'm saying? But again, it's all good because you're finding in the light. I don't need to go back and forth with you. I don't need to wait four games after two games. God damn, man, I can say four games. After two games, now he's part of the winning team. And the winning team is the Miami Dolphins and my dog, Tua Tungavailoa, man. Like, yo, six touchdowns? Damn, boy, I haven't seen that since, since I didn't see it, I mean, Bob Greasy was a Miami Dolphin quarterback. I didn't have seen that. I was too young or I was not even born. Dan Marino, I seen him later in his career and I was not even following football like that. I still was real young. For him to do that to me right now when I've been struggling to, 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 to smile in people's face because Saturday my dog UM lost. And then I'm over here thinking that I'm going to, feel more of the bullshit i'm like here we go again you know what i'm saying and what do my dog do he comes through he comes through in the end and do his thing yeah y'all gonna be oh he under through the ball he on under through the ball oh like stop running y'all twat man you gotta take the good with the bad did they catch the ball is what i'm asking even if it's underthrown did he catch the ball and was it a touchdown after? Yes. So why are we complaining about, oh, it was slightly underthrown? Nobody cares. Marcus don't care. I don't, don't care. Like, you know why Marcus don't care? Marcus want to win the game. We played this to win the game. And that's exactly <laughs> what he did. You know what I'm saying? So, again, at the end of the day, like, I just feel so good right now because, and I'm not saying that Miami Dolphins is going to the Super Bowl this year just for that game. No, that's just mm. for the damn haters that been running their gut, running their twat about my dog tour every damn week since last year. The crazy thing is the third year, Josh Allen became his own. Damn, is this the third year for tour? Oh, my God. You feel me? And now you're seeing the fruits of the labor. We're oh. seeing it now live and full effect. Your boy, Data Fast Sacks, Westradamus, West. I've been saying this for the longest and people don't want to listen. Finally, it's not just going to be me. Mark is going to be talking shit too. And that's what I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear him on the side like, yo, I understand. I told you this last time. You said the defense won the game and I told you like, this is what happens, man. The same defense was having to look like some squares. Look like we ain't had no guts. First half, X-Men getting beat every damn play. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. well, what my dog Tua do, he come and save the day. I told you that last week. Sometimes it's going to be the offense to carry, carry the team. Sometimes it's going to be the defense. Oh, oh, yeah, the defense won the game. I'm not saying that. I won the game. That's all I worry about is winning the game. I don't care if Tua had three interceptions and we won the game. I do not care. I don't care if the defense did what X-Man did last week. We paying him this big bucks, all this money. We got our other receiver that ain't um, actually um, um, 
He's one of the highest paid receivers, um, um, not receivers, but the corners in the game, and he's out. Availability is the best ability. He's not there. We're struggling on defense. And my dog, Tua, shines his light on us. He shows yeah. Marcus that this is a team game. This is not like the NBA where one player could take you to the NBA finals. We need to gel with the offensive line, the defensive line. You feel me? Our wide receivers need to catch the ball. And that's exactly what happened. I heard that um, damn Miami Dolphins were so damn mad the first half. And I was mad too because I'm look, look at the Ravens. They scared. They're wasting fucking time on us. They took like 10 minutes first quarter. We couldn't get the ball back. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Wasting hella time. Like, look, Tom Brady even do long drives, but damn, you ain't wasting no damn 10 minutes. Why is that? Because they're scared of the arm of the almighty Tua. I've been <laughs> trying to tell people for the longest, and now people are going to understand now. You feel what I'm saying? So right. this is the fruits of the labor, Marcus. You can carry I on. I hear you. I hear you. Um, I, I am going to continue to give Tua his props on this show because for – 50 shows in a row I've been hating on to us. So I am going to give him his props this entire show. I mean, for you to throw two interceptions in that first half and you come back and you say, okay, well, I'm going to put it on my shoulders and I am going to find my million dollar man in Tyreek. And I'm going to find the young boy wonder in Jalen Waddle. I mean, you got to give, you got to give him his props for, coming back in this game under under pressure because you know that they were going to come with the pressure and he was able to kind of see the pressure before it comes or kind of avoid pressure he's spinning out of spin, spinning out of tactics and everything i mean everything from tour was everything we dreamt he would be in that second half now you got to see that documentary like, like i said it's gonna make you love Tua even more Yes, I think it's on, yes, I think it's on yes. FX or something like that. But um, but yeah, Tua made me a believer in the Miami Dolphins again. And I love the Miami Dolphins. You know, <laughs> I I love I love them. And when they and when they it felt even better that they won on Sunday after feeling such a low with the hurricanes uh the, the night before. And then of course, you know, I'm on canescounty.com producing content on Sunday. So I have to write about the loss, you know, so I continue just just writing, putting stuff out about the loss over and over. And then I'm watching this game and it just it rejuvenated me. It gave me life. I felt like I was on a desert for like years and I just got a waterfall <laughs> of water. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, wow, this is what it feels like to cheer for the Dolphins again, mm -hmm. because all last year I was skeptical and. They didn't really prove anything to me yesterday that that they would be any different from the past 10, 15, 20 years. And this was the first game to me where I could say two of won us the game. And I feel extremely confident in the Dolphins going forward. Like I, I remember I told you I put in a bet that they were going to make the playoffs. I feel mm -hmm. like that's a safe one. You know, mm -hmm. now I'm trying to see if I could up that maybe to the to the to the next round or to mm -hmm. maybe to the championship game. Mm -hmm. The defense had a bad game. Let, let's let's just call it what it is. 
And that's going to happen in the NFL. There's going to be times where you play a Lamar Jackson and he's going to run all over you. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just nothing you could do. What's crazy about this game is that Lamar Jackson had an all-world game himself. And we don't even mention him. He's like the, the fourth person mentioned after Waddle, Tua, and Tyreek Hill. Then then you hey, might Gasecki had a had an all-world catch. He had a terrible celebration dance, but he had the crazy one of the best catches in the game, you know, mm-hmm. and one of the best throws by Tua as well. I want to point out like that throw to Gasecki <laughs> was in a perfect spot for only for him to throw it because he he kind of threw it in, in an area where there was coverage, but Gasecki being the athlete that he is. Uh, went up and got that thing. So so to have, like, those speedsters on the side, and then you got Kaseki, and then also on that last drive, you saw the innovation of the coach, you know, with that, with that run with Chase oh. Edmonds that went for, like, I don't know, 40, 50 yards. That pretty yes, much kind of iced the game for us to yes, not win. Because even if we didn't get a touchdown, we were going to go to overtime, and we were mm-hmm. going to win that overtime based on the momentum. But then, you know, for them to go down the field with like a minute left, Tua, perfect on the drive. Tyreek Hill was your boy getting getting yards on those first two catches. And then you probably thought he was going to Tyreek Hill on the touchdown pass. And then Tua scrambles around, buys time, throws it again high for J- only Jalen Waddle to, to catch it. I mean, it, to me, like that. This is one of the best. This is one of the best game, Dolphins games of all time. To me, it's 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 up there with the fake spike. You know what I'm saying? It's up there with that comeback against the Jets uh, on Monday Night Football. Um, you know, it's um, it's it's just it's just one of those all time games that I that I'll never forget. Yeah. And to me, it, it's the it's the uh, you know, it, it's it's the elevation of Tua. In, in every doubter like myself's mind, now we feel like we have a quarterback where we could believe in. Now there's no lead that's insurmountable. You know, if we could come back against Baltimore on the road, 35 to 14 and come mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. then we can basically come back essentially against anybody, you know? So, I mean, and then like, bro, I know you was watching ESPN all week. Everybody's praising Tua. Everybody's oh, praising my God. It feels so you good. Know? <laughs> Everybody's praising the Dolphins. Everybody's like, oh, watch out for the Dolphins. Oh, watch out for them in the division. They may take the division uh, with, with the Bills because nobody was giving nobody props. And everybody was basically crowning uh, the Bills to win that division. And guess mm-hmm. who we got next week? But But the thing about this game next week against the Buffalo Bills, I, I, even if they lose, like – I still feel like they can win the division. You know what I'm saying? That that's 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 how I'm feeling about about the Dolphins right now because I feel like they'll make the adjustments on defense, mm-hmm. and Tua is just just going to get better as far as chemistry with with Waddle and Tyreek. This is just the second game. Imagine game 12, 13. <laughs> you know what the chemistry will be like. You sound like me, boy. So yeah, I, I think the Dolphins are, are are a legitimate threat in that mm-hmm. AFC. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only other good teams in the AFC from what I've seen is Kansas City and Buffalo, you know, to me. And then you could put the Dolphins right there at number three, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe with the uh, the Chargers, you know, whatnot. But I heard uh, Justin Herbert's hurt right now. So maybe he's going through his injury. Really? Like, like, like wait, 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 wait. Repeat that because I know I know availability at the best ability. So repeat that again because I'm – I heard Justin right. Herbert is hurt. I think he got a rib injury. The same thing Tua had last year. So maybe he's going through the same thing. That I wonder Tua how he played after. I'm last kidding. year, we'll see, we'll see how it all plays out. I don't know if the Chargers – are the Chargers on the schedule? They should be on the schedule. Should be. I need that on the schedule for the rest of the haters <laughs> that still ain't on the on the team. You feel me? You heard you heard you heard um Tyreek um Hill. You uh, he gonna need a wheelbarrow. Cause that money gonna be flowing soon. He gonna need a wheelbarrow for a uh, Brinks truck, matter of fact. Back that thing up, you feel me? <laughs> because he he definitely um deserves um the payday. I don't think that they're gonna pay him right now. I'm pretty sure they're gonna probably franchise tag him. I just know, you know, it is what it is, you know. That's gonna um I think um Lamar Jackson gonna get his deal because it pre proved that game. He had a perfect game. He didn't he didn't he didn't lose they the do, game. They do they do play the Chargers in uh See? in December. Oh yeah, so that's gonna be my early Christmas present. Is it on yeah. is it on Christmas time? When 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 in December? December eleventh, so like two oh, weeks. Before. Early Christmas present. Oh, you know I'm gonna be running my mouth. I'm gonna be running my <laughs> mouth because for me. Those haters that was running their mouth about two in that rib injury last year saying you got to play through it. Herbert, you better play through that motherfucker. Because <laughs> if your ass look crazy, boy, I need all y'all. I, I don't need to worry about Marcus because he's on he's on the side of the light now. He's not in the darkness no more. You <laughs> see that light turned on, you feel me? God done spoke. He spoke again. Last time he turned everything off on Marcus. This time the light is on, you feel me? Because he's not in the darkness no more. And yeah. But again... As far as what you're saying, like um, um I'm agreeing 100 percent with everything you're saying. As far as you know, the Miami Dolphins um being one of those those dark horse teams because you know I see Kansas City, I see the Buffalo Bills as those top three teams. The, the teams that everybody was talking about in the beginning, they talking about the Colts. The Colts ain't looking good right now. They talking about other teams and they're not looking good right now. Um, you got Trey Lance still talking about him. It's not the AFC, but he's out right now. Again, availability of the best ability. So, again, that comes with football. That's why I be getting so mad when people be giving Tua all the hate because it's like they don't see all the bullshit that's around him. I said the coach didn't like him. I said that the the deep, you the O-line, you had people coming from high school to teach the O-line last year. Like, you didn't even was in, in college. High school, some was in college. First time teaching grown ass men, like, come on, man. Like, and, and niggas were surprised that um it went down the way it was. Like, if Marcus is not a hundred percent, I don't expect a hundred percent work from Marcus. You feel what I'm saying? If your hip is like, come on, man, everybody have injuries. We not we we not in sports, you know, athletic-wise, but like we could feel when our body's not feeling right. Forget mm-hmm. what the doctor said, it's just you, you feel me? Your body, and then mentally, you gotta go through that too. You feel me? And then you got people attacking you, too. And then you got the, you feel me, the person that's supposed to um, um, help you um do better, the head coach. He don't like you neither. Like, you feel me? Like, everything was working against Tua. O-line is fucked up. D- uh, you know, only thing that we had was defense because we got a defensive-minded head coach. But, like, you had three, we, we had three uh, offensive coordinators last year. You know what I'm saying? They talking trash 
about the Miami Dolphins, but when Bill Belichick do it this year, nobody's saying nothing. It's just every time the Dolphins do the same thing that other people do is a problem. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I don't like that. I, you feel me? Especially Tua, he's a nice person. I told you they always come after the people that's nice. You feel me? If if he was someone like Aaron Rodgers, you feel me? That's going to be snappy all the time. You know, at the end of the day, people are probably not going to do that. People are not going to ask Nick Saban dumb questions. They're not going to ask Bill Belichick dumb questions. I know these people established, but you got to make these people uh, improve to you. You feel me? Give them a chance. You feel me? And and, and that's what I see is happening right now. People are giving people chances right now because of these two games. Watch. They just waiting for him to fail again so they could go ahead and attack him. Me, you got to be uh, 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 behind your person all the time because it, you got to look at it like a relationship. You're married. I'm married. Every some every day is not going to be good and happy-go-lucky. There's going to be some dark days, but that's the time that you got to pull through. That's the time you got to stick together. That's what y'all got to do with Tua right now. So when the good come, it feels so much better because you remember the dark days. You know what I'm saying? So for me right now, the Miami Dolphins, I love the head coach, like you said. You know, this guy's going for it. He's like, man, like, yo, like, I mean, I'm playing with house money. Everybody think I'm a square anyone. A- anyway, they don't, everybody thinking my quarterback is trash anyway. So let's go show these people that, you feel me, like, kick rocks. We the ones that's going to go ahead and control our own destiny. You feel me? Y'all, y'all, um are analysts and people that talk about the game, but you don't play the game. You don't prepare for the game. You don't know what we go through. You know what I'm saying? So just the plain fact that it's happening the way Western Dom has been saying. <laughs> Nobody been wanting to listen to me. It's been three years. Nobody been wanting to listen. Marcus, you was on the right side in the beginning because you know he was not supposed to play that first year. You know that for a fact. But because yeah. that head coach probably wanted to sabotage him, let's throw him in the fire now. You feel me? Look at this big snitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. How are people supposed to deal with somebody like that? Even if you write, even if you tell them the truth, and I don't think you tell them the truth. You know why? Because, oh, I, I'm for integrity. Where was the integrity, Flores, when it was Spygate, when it was Deflategate, when it was when they, when 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 you you benefited the most? You was the defensive coach, right? So if you know exactly what people was doing, you got the job, and you was not qualified for the job. You feel me? Everybody that comes from that tree fails. We thought they were going to be good, but they weren't. You feel me? They weren't. And now y'all go back over there. He, Of course, normally Bill Belichick would take him back in, but it's going to look too crazy, Flores, if you come back to us right now. Go to Pittsburgh real quick because everybody else that got fired, you feel me, because they're so trash, they're back over there with Bill Belichick right now. You're the only one that can't come right now because you sabotaged the Dolphins. Like, it's our fault, though. We 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 went after the enemy to, to, to help us. You know, nah, man. Like, but again, at the end of the day, I was right. Those people was wrong. You feel me? I'm feeling good right now because Mark is in the light right now. You feel me? So <laughs> it can't be one-sided no more. It can't feel like I'm getting attacked, too. You know, it could be like we're getting attacked. We're part of the Miami Dolphins as well. You feel me? Because we're fans. You got to understand, when y'all lose, like, it ruins our day. Like, I'm so happy that, you know, it happened because I had a great day. Like, you feel me? Like, that's all I could talk about. I wanted to watch sports um, um, on ESPN. I put it on ESPN right after because I'm like, they got to talk about the Dolphins. After that catch with the Gasicki where he only put it where he can get it, where Waddle could only get it, 
this is what yeah. we talk about when we say you take the good with the bad. You feel me? Because he's going to put it in places where people going to be, even the one with Waddle, it could have been an interception the way I looked at it. Yeah. But because you're accurate, it's not. And that's what I always want to see. You know what I'm saying? And Tua keep doing your thing because, like, you know, um, your coach said you, 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 he's been saying it for the longest, like, like believe in yourself because you got a lot of people that are believing in you. Yeah, you're a small um, quarterback, but I don't care because you're accurate. Just yeah. like Tom yeah, Brady, yeah. like I said. Just like <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm going to let you have that. Usually I compare <laughs> Brady right now to Tua. But I'm no, 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 no. I'm not talking about wins. I'm talking about accuracy. Just accuracy. I'm still, I'm still. Tom gonna, Brady, you have that, from Brady. what I've known, the, the, when he was with the New England Patriots, he used to pick people apart, not because he's bombing you, not because he got a, a, a real, he had Randy Moss for like a year or two, but before then, when he had average receivers, mm-hmm. he turned our, our, our raw receiver coach into a Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? He's turned Edelman into a Hall of Famer. Gronk is, well, Gronk was going to be a Hall of Famer anywhere he went, but regardless of the fact, Tom Brady got it. You remember when he had um what they call it? His last name was Mitchell. He used to pretend like he had a a, a belt when he when he scored the first time on um, down. Um, I think Brandon Mitchell or Brandon Mitchell, something like that. Yeah. yeah, he played for 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 New England, and he was he's not a Hall of Famer, but like, I remember his name. Why? Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you're gonna remember a lot of people's name because of Tua. And I'm not saying that Waddle and uh, and um Tyreek Hill is not making um Tua look great too. No, he definitely they're making him look like the Tua from Alabama. Yeah, someone that's gonna get you the ball, just get open. I got you. You feel me? You don't need to worry about that. The crazy thing is, like Marcus GLD, I have seen like a highlight because you know Tua is left-handed. You feel me? I'm left-handed as well. Probably we think alike. Oh, you feel me? Left-handed people. You feel me? Left-handed people, we're 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 a rare breed. We think differently. You feel what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But but again, when it in regards to Tua being a left-handed quarterback, I seen somebody um create something where he was the right-handed quarterback. Every pass yes. that he did, it was a right-handed quarterback. And when it when when he would throw it as a left-handed quarterback, it looked kind of weird. But when they changed it to a right-handed quarterback, it looked so Perfect. Am I like you seen it too? I seen it, but I didn't really see a, a big of a difference um, with how it looked. It still looked those throws that he threw that game. I thought looked great. I mean, I didn't think because they changed the angle, it looked. Any- oh no, nah, it was not just for specifically that game. It was just like his whole throwing motion. Period. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like throughout like his um career, I think. We, Mark, we're gonna find that. We're gonna definitely have that for the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Sports Podcast, but yeah, like yo, I seen it, and for real, Marcus, you probably didn't see it how I seen it. If I'm, I'm gonna send it to you, all right? Yo, it looks completely different. It looked like two different people. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 and it, I don't know, I don't know how they do it, but I'm like, yeah, well, it was looking, it was looking real, real, real nice, but. You know enough about Tua right now. We've been gloating on my dog for the longest. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk big picture with the Dolphins now, man. Like, yeah, we gave Tua his his props, deservedly so, and hopefully he can keep this thing up. 
right now I just looked at the standings and, and not looking at the standings before, I was like, yes, yeah, Kansas City and Buffalo. I didn't realize the, um, us, Kansas City and Buffalo, are the only undefeated teams in the AFC. We're the only two teams, three teams, that won their first two games. Uh, mm-hmm. NFC, you got the Giants, you got the Eagles, and you got Tampa Bay that are also 2-0. So, so pretty much we're in the upper echelon. Like teams are going to fear us now. Teams are going to be like, okay, the Dolphins, they got speed. They got Tua. You know, they got X. So they're going to be a problem. So what Tua has to deal with now is, is really overcoming teams that are going to be prepared for you because now they're going to be they're, they're going to be looking at your tape you had this spectacular game you know whatnot albeit that the one of them was a straight up blow blown coverage how do you lead Tyreek Hill so open like that I don't understand but Tua hit him anyway a lot of times quarterbacks overthrow those or or under because they get too excited and he hit them right on the money so this next game though is going to be fun to watch I, if you got tickets to this game, it's going to be live, you know, because it's going to be at Hard Rock, you know, with with the, the highest hype the Dolphins have had in years, playing the arguably the best team or one of the best teams in the AFC division game at home. That atmosphere is going to be crazy. And, mm-hmm. and like I said, I – hope he kind of handles the uh success well and still you know comes out and plays a good game but um yeah I, you know me man i'm a realist i just want him to continue with the success because normally what happens in situations like this is that you see there's no way he's gonna throw six touchdowns again like i doubt don't say that you can't say that i mean i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say it's it's impossible but it's highly unlikely he throws six touchdowns against the buffalo bills it's highly unlikely but so i think he's he's gonna have uh a game that is going to really test how good he really is because we just seen the high we just seen like how good he could be he could be potentially the next patrick mahomes that's what i seen on sunday you know he's potentially that level now that teams are going to be prepared for you, they don't know what you can do. You're going to start, you're going to have to hit someone else, um, you know, someone else beside because they're probably going to focus on Waddle and, and Hill and, and, and Gasecki. You're going to, and, and, and we're going to see really the evolution of the coach as well. If they are able to make those adjustments, use that running game, like I said on that last drive, to really beat the Buffalo Bills, because if they beat the Buffalo Bills, Wes, hmm. bro. <laughs> if they beat the Buffalo Bills, hmm. yo, this this city is gonna be on fire. You know yo, what I'm saying? Yeah, just, not just we the just, city, but everybody. We, everybody. We we've been talking so much about the hurricanes and how they um are are supposed to be kind of taking over the city, and all of a sudden, in like the, in the span of less than twelve hours, the Dolphins then took the the city back like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. So, yeah, I'm really interested to see what happens there. I'll let you know the spread is Buffalo by six in this game. Of course. Um, 
I'll, I'll let you I'll let you first let me um tell me what, what you think how this game's gonna turn out. I, I look, I think the Miami Dolphins, like I've been saying, is gonna win this game. Look, the Miami Dolphins, y'all understand that surprise, surprise. I think we remember how they blew us out later in the season. I actually don't remember the last time we beat Buffalo. Um no, no, no. I think they beat us like six times in a row or the last six six times. But regardless of the fact, at the end of the day, like um, I remember some games when it was close. I remember the Kansas City game when Miami Dolphins had three interceptions with Patrick Mahomes and we still lost. I remember one of the Buffalo Bills when we played them and it was a close game and, you know, close to the end of the game, they took off. You feel me? But the numbers don't speak how the game was looking. You know what I'm saying? So me, I ain't scared of Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Like run, um, Allen, so we could go ahead and knock your head off. You feel me? I'm like, look, they may not say put bounties bounties on people's head, but look, I, 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 we got regular bounties. Our bounty don't come with cash. Our bounty come with gloats. We gonna go ahead and hit you as hard as you can. You see how you don't stiff arm that dude last week and was laughing when you made the first down? We want you to do that to one of our players. So we can knock your head off. You feel me? So, again, in regards to that game, I think the Dolphins going to do what they've been doing. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be aggressive. You could go ahead and double Waddle. You could go ahead and double Tyreek Hill. But then the middle of the field is open. Other people is open. We don't just run the ball. Our running backs can catch the ball as well. You feel me? So who are you going to double? Who are you not going to worry about? Like, there's no way that you can, you know, think about Gusecki speed. Waddle speed, um, Wilson speed, Tyreek Hill speed, Moster, everybody they call us. We're the track team, we're the track team. So, what you think we're gonna do? And I love the plain fact that Tua could have ran for a lot of plays that last game, you know, when we played the Ravens. But why I'm glad he didn't exactly? Why, when you're so accurate, he's just gonna do the same thing that he's been doing. The problem is, is our defense gonna hold up? Because if they play like the first half, we're gonna lose that game. And you know, we we don't have our number two receiver, you know, nursing a Achilles injury. You know, uh, I think he should be back in like a month. But which receiver is that? No, the um corner. I oh, mean corner. corner. I mean, oh, Byron Byron. corner. Um, yeah. um Jones. Um Byron Jones, yeah. Byron Jones. Yeah, we don't have him, you know, with the Achilles injury. So um, people are gonna attack, they're going to attack. They got the raw receiver that said, Leave it in. You feel me? He's definitely trying to leave that in in the Dolphins. You feel me? So, again, I'm like, I think it's gonna be a good game, it's gonna be a close game. I'm not worried about if they the Buffalo Bills um come out quick because, like, Tua just showed we could come back, we could come back from, from 21 and win it with 28, you know. So, um as long as our defense plays well, our 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 receivers, you know, catch the ball and do what they've been doing, you know, save Tua sometimes or, you know, make something out of nothing or Tua just making everything, you know, because, like, you can't score six touchdowns and you can't get no credit. But if we play the way we've been playing, like, these last few days, these last few games – I think the Miami Dolphins should should do well, and we should beat the Buffalo Bills. I don't know why we shouldn't. Everybody else, they're always wrong. They talk about these teams that's going to win the Super Bowl in the beginning of the year, and then they're trash. 
You feel me? They're talking about all these teams and, you know, it's just people opinions. You know, you yeah. got to go ahead and, 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 and play that game to decide who's going to actually win. So um, we already know they hate us because of the beaches, the women, the weather. They do not want our football teams, basketball teams, any type of sport to do good because we already got everything else. And I know we selfish, but that's that's part of being um, uh, an, an American. <laughs> you feel me? We're selfish. <laughs> We're selfish. We want everything. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm so proud to be score, an American. Man? What you got? The what's score? the score? What you got? I think we're gonna win by three. You know, I think it's Damn, gonna be a close man. game. I swear, I, man, you be in my head. That's exactly the score. I'm gonna tell you the score <laughs> I had in my head. You tell me if that's this the score that you had, but because it was by three, I I was thinking 26, 23. I was thinking 27 to 24. <laughs> 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 All right. You feel me? Yeah. So man. so so we on the same page. The light. Yeah. We always go on the same page when we pick on our teams, though. We're always on the same Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, I think I think it's going to turn out pretty much that way. I think uh, Jason Sanders, the, the kicker that we got, he, you know, one of the best kickers in the league. We paying him enough money to be a, be a kicker. So, I think he comes through with a with a game winning kick at the end of this game. I think it's going to be a really good game, top to bottom. The key is obviously going to be stopping Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I think it's really going to be stopping Josh Allen running the ball more so, uh, throwing it. You know, because he can run. He's not afraid of contact. He's a big dude. Um, so he I just stopping him running the ball, I think, is going to be the key to this game because I think Tua can do his thing. And then, like, there's so many hometown kids in this game, too. Like, Buffalo, they're like the new the new uh, Dade County. They're, they're like the Dade <laughs> County Bills. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got James Cook. You got Duke Johnson. You got um, Zach Moss, who's from the crib, went to Hollandale High. You got um, – Devin Singletary, who's from American Heritage, Del Rey, Palm Beach, also went to FAU. And then you also got Greg Rousseau, who's over there um, as a defensive uh, end, who's been balling this year, um, also from the crib. So they are all going to want to show out because they all coming home to their families. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of their families in the, in the stands or whatnot. So this game is going to come down to the last to the last uh play or drive i think because you know you got you got two really good teams at buffalo they've been destroying teams so far i mean they 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 made the rant they embarrassed the rams on a day that you know they were being praised as the super bowl champions and then on monday night they just they just mudded the uh tennessee titans so kind and you could probably possibly you could say i mean besides that first half and uh, in Baltimore Dolphins have been mutton teams too <laughs> you know you pretty much mudded the uh, the Patriots I mean you went in there knowing that you was going to win they never uh really was a threat the entire game and then this game second half the Dolphins just kind of took over so yeah I think they move on to three and oh and if they do and if Kansas City loses, whoever they play, no, nah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna lose. They they play in the Colts. I think they're gonna win. It's just gonna be us and Kansas City as the undefeated teams in the AFC. If the playoffs started today, Wes, we'd be the number two seed in the AFC. You know, like and if if we win the next game, we could be the number one seed. Man, it's just crazy to even think that. But 
I just, you know, the, the Miami Dolphins song just be going in my head now. Miami <laughs> number one. <laughs> the greatest football team. <laughs> about like five times after the game was over. Wifey was like, yo, again? Yep, again. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the crazy thing is I know that it's, it's only going to get easier. Because like you said in the beginning, you was like, before you came into the light, you was like, these first four games are tough games. Yeah. We got a lot of our tough games early, and we winning them. So these easy games, when we get these random teams that you know you're supposed to win, like, that's just going to be icing on the cake. That's just going to be, like, why are we playing certain players? We could rest a player this game, you know, if they're nursing an injury and rehabbing something. Um, that's where I want to get, you know. Um, it, it feels weird for us to be talking about the Dolphins because it's like my whole life the Dolphins been average or trash, you know. Or if they win, you know, nobody else is talking about them besides us. So yeah. just the plain fact that they're talking about us, the plain fact that um, we're in consideration, it feels good, you know, but I, I – I, I needed to be the way it was before because I love the haters and I'm pretty sure that that's motivation for the on Miami Dolphins. I know I'm pretty sure it motivated Tua, um, but but um, it's gonna it's gonna feel good. And this year, like we we definitely got to go to a damn game. Last year, you know, we were supposed to go to the game. Unfortunately, um, Chris wind up getting COVID when we were at the actual game to buy our tickets. We just had a barbecue vibe drink chilled for a little bit, actually walked up to get our tickets, and um, our producer, um, Chris, was, you know, not feeling well. And then, you know, we find out he have COVID, you know? Yeah. Um, thank God, you know, everything wound up being good. But but still, yeah, yeah. you know, we definitely need to go to one of these um, games um, probably closer to December sure. when it's not as hot in Miami as cool weather. If it's a nighttime game, that'll be even better. Yeah, but yeah, um, definitely. as far as this game, the Miami Dolphins are gonna win. As far as the future with the Miami Dolphins, I see it bright because the running backs are looking good. O line is good, looking good. Our our, our D line, as far as what our DNs ain't really getting to the quarterback like that. As far as um last game, but it probably was scheme wise because they didn't want um LJ to you know break free and run all over them. Even though he broke free here and there, here and there. But um yeah, man um. I, I, I just feel good, man. I just feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel good too, man. I feel feeling real good. Um, all right, so we should, I guess, since we're still on the NFL, pick. I only see maybe one game that I feel like we should pick on. Let me go ahead and check. Oh, and that's that Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers matchup. You know, it, it's it. That's going to be a fun, a fun game just because you got two, you know, of the best quarterbacks ever to play the game, to play against each other. You got uh, Tampa Bay and Green Bay, the Battle of the Bays. This used to be a, a NFC. They used to be in the same division, so they used to play all the time. But okay. now – they are uh, against each other, and Tampa Bay is favored by one point. I think that's a little low. I don't. I'm not impressed with Green Bay at all this season so far. Yeah, they beat the Bears last week, but and they just the lowly Bears. I mean, the Bears aren't haven't been good for years. Not since 
Rex Grossman was the quarterback, and they made it to the Super Bowl <laughs> that one year when Devin Hester was over there balling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Buccaneers win that game by more than just one. I think they they win by like seven to ten points, something like that. I I say it's a thirty to twenty game, and the Bucks win. Mm, I think it's gonna be like twenty four to like ten. 24 to 10 is the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to go ahead and, and do their thing because even though Tom Brady looked like he got he's sick, he looked like he looked like um how um the Black Panther um was looking before he passed away. I'm like, you looking sick. I know you probably stressing because of Giselle and possibly getting a divorce. Y'all not living in the same house, and you know, <laughs> um, I don't know. That's probably why they say Wednesdays he don't need to practice, but you know, he showed up practice. Um, um, the other day, you know, um, last Wednesday, um, but my, my whole thing is with the game, Tom Brady's going to do his thing. And I think that he really want to retire now because, I'm like, uh, you know, Giselle's ready to go. But like you said, Green Bay, their wide receivers are young. Um, you got, uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's a crab. He doesn't want to practice or, or, or get certain rapport with, his young wide receivers, and you need that to to elevate. You see what 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 Hill and Waddle's doing for Tua, you know what I'm saying? So you know, in regards to the to Buccaneers, they defense, you know, the defense is on point. They technically really brought everybody back. So why would we even think that they're not going to win the game? You know, yeah. and when it comes to you know games like this, big games, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I'm looking at this like a playoff game, not a regular se- season game. So if it's like a playoff game, Aaron Rodgers is going to lose. Every playoff besides that one Super Bowl, he looks suspect. You feel me? I mean, he you know he 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 don't really have that rapport with the right receivers. The right receivers probably low-key don't want to put their body on the line and dive for balls and do certain things because they don't like him. He's like they're like you don't like me. I'm not going to make you look good and then um I'm injuring my knee or you know, taking time and um, from the game, and because I'm rehabbing or nursing something because you was not accurate with your actual pass. Now we know he's a beast with with the ball, but again, it, it takes a lot. You feel me? It's just like I tell kids all the time when I speak to them. I'm like, you could be a ten how you look, but your personality gonna dictate if you're a five, six, or seven. If you're an asshole, but you're a bad one, now you probably a two to me now because it's more to just certain things. So. Um, for this game, you know, um, yeah, I already told you my score, but, um, you know, I think, I think just because everybody knows that this is the, uh, a team that won a Super Bowl and they're coming back practically with everybody else, the only change is like Julio Jones. And I think that's an upgrade from AB. If you, you know, I mean, if you talk about physical, you know, cause yeah. AB he's physical too, but he's like a, he's like a, He's not Julio Jones, let's say that. Yeah, he's not a Julio Jones, you know. But he can win you a game now, you feel me? I mean, you see he winning everybody over, boy. Every reel that I'm seeing, boy, is A.B., you feel me? I'm I'm like, people laughing at him, talking about, oh, he can't. I can't believe he's becoming a rapper. And they doing his dance. They're playing his music, you know. So, so, you know, big up to A.B., too. You know, he from Dade Kanye also. He from down here, so. Yeah. You know, um, you you never want to hate somebody that 
that choose their own path, even if it's kind of reckless to you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. that's the only game we're going to talk about, the Tampa Bay game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't really see any other games that's Me neither. really worth talking about too much. The only other uh, good one might be the Rams and the Cardinals. Uh, that's probably going to be a pretty good game there. I'm going to watch it. No, nah, I'm not going to watch it because it's going to be at the same time as this Packers-Bucks game. Um, but I'll well, watch what? it on Red Zone. I'll watch it on Red Zone and when it pops in. I'll you know it. what may be a good game? The Jaguars versus the Chargers. Because, yeah, we know the Jaguars has historically been trash. That's kind of like what the Dolphins been. But i seen, like, um, a stat for, you know, um, what's his name, Sunshine? And he has some yards, you know, and they're one and one right now. You're not you're not hearing too much about them. And, you know, when you don't hear about them, that's a good thing, especially with the turmoil they had these last few years with Urban Meyer. Oh, like I seen them on game day. I'm like, look at this guy. How you get a job? Like, how you still here? You're supposed to be gone with the wind and nobody see you ever again. But again, hey, it is what it is. You feel me? I think that's going to be a good game. I'll probably check that yeah. game out because I want to see Herbert. I want to see how do you play with that rib injury that my dog Tua had. Yeah. I want to see. And, and if, if you play bad against the Jaguars, this is a team that historically been bad. This is a team that's rebuilding. They're rebuilding in the right direction because they got their quarterback already. I don't know any other pieces that they do have because – you know, even though they from Florida, people don't talk about the Jaguars. Yeah. So if you lose to them, like, hmm. but, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to, you know, try to watch yeah. that game. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think you're right. This is an interesting one. I just seen the stats for, for Sunshine and he threw for 500 yards last week mm. And, mm. Had, and had three touchdowns, mm. one, one interception. So, yeah, that looked like new two numbers. Good. Yeah, threw seventy two times, by the way. But but uh, the Chargers last week they threw eighty two times. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. That, that's damn, hold on, wait, wait, before game. we before you you hold on, what eight, he threw eighty two times. Of course you're gonna have numbers if you throwing the ball eighty two times. But how are you supposed to win games like that? You are supposed to run the ball and pass the ball. Balance offense. Man, what the hell is going times, on yeah. over here, boy? See these fifty nine fifty nine for eighty two. Fucking crazy. Like he uh, passed, he passed for six hundred yards last week. By the way, and six touchdown passes. Justin Herbert. Just want to let you know. But, yeah, but eighty-two lost, times right? is not. But he lost, right? Yeah, they lost against the. the okay, Chiefs. okay, okay. That's, I all, think oh, that's all I want to know. He lost. He lost. That's <laughs> all I want to know. He lost. Nobody yeah. cares because look, two was scoring them six touchdowns. If we would have lost, nobody would talked about him. Nah, we still would have talked about him. We still I mean, we'd have talked about because we we're we're Dolphin fans. I'm talking about the rest of the world that never talk about the Dolphins. We ne- we don't be on ESPN. You know I, that. I, I think people would have still talked about Tua if he. Let's just say like the running back fumbled on the last drive and they ended up losing. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they still would have talked about Tua in that game. You know, okay. maybe not Probably. not as much because they won, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Probably. Probably. But anyways, well, we'll move on to not so good news. Not so good news um, because, you know, we talked about the Dolphins for a good 30 minutes, you know, a little NFL. But we got to talk about the Miami Hurricanes, too, man. Like, I – first of all, let me just talk about the trip, man. I went out there to uh, Houston first. Me and wife, we stayed in a nice little spot in downtown Houston, uh, which was 
pretty cool. Um, right in the heart of downtown, there's a lot of bars uh, and and restaurants in the area. Um, tacos was fire, you know what I'm saying? And surprisingly, I didn't get no good barbecue, bro. Like what? I know it doesn't make any sense, right? First, first of all, <laughs> I do want to say what was good. We went to this place called the Turkey Leg Hut, which was fire. Like they give you this big old turkey leg, you know. Uh, I'm gonna send Chris the picture so he can post it. Um, big old turkey leg. We was eating on that shit for like three days, bro. Like the Everything whole big, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, turkey leg, and like you know, it was it was amazing. And then we had tacos in the city. Those were fire. You know, it's right by Mexico. So the tacos was fire at at two places. One was Torchy's and the other one was Lone Star Taco. Um, And then what else did we do? Um, Pretty much the, the, the game environment, the best environment I've ever been to as far as a college football game, because it was... And now I talk, I said this to other people too, and they were like, "Nah, that that Miami Notre Dame game was good too, you know." But this yeah. one here was just like it was after a loss to Appalachian State, and the the press box was rocking, bro. It was literally moving from side to side, you know. And they actually had a had a warning that they gave us the press about um, don't be alarmed that the press box may move. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah it was like that it was crazy it was it was just a crazy atmosphere big stadium a hundred and seven thousand fans in the state in, in the in, in the stadium um pre-game was crazy it basically had like a parade of 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 horses going by and military and it's it just it was just a crazy atmosphere then they had the horses go through the stadium before they even uh, started the game. I got on the field before the game started. I spoke to Coach Ogeron at Ogeron. I you see. Know, yeah, and he gave me – I asked him, I was like, man, can you give me a Go Canes real quick? And he was like, Go Canes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that thing went went viral on, on, on the internet, man, 780,000 views um, on my Twitter. That's that's like my, my, my biggest uh, post – as far as views to date so, so far man just so far don't worry so about far, it so far so so yeah i mean that alone was worth the trip so saw them saw them work out whatever and then we get to the game well before that i want to say the the white girls in texas built different bro they're built they built differently they they are like they eat you can tell they they eat good. They eat all their cornbread. You know, <laughs> so you basically be saying they look like they from down south, like they from yeah. down They finish all their plates. You can tell they eat, <laughs> they eat nothing but but mashed potatoes and, and potato salad, and they plates is full. You can tell that they plates is full, and they don't be playing. I, that's all I'm gonna say about them. And then and then like the the tailgating was crazy too. Uh, there was a dude walking a goat walking an actual goat like a dog out there you can see it on my instagram i posted on my instagram uh but yeah the stadium the uh the campus is huge the campus is probably like five or six times as big as the university of miami's campus like 
it's like a whole city in itself. And um, so, yeah, man, it was just a crazy, a crazy atmosphere. Um, and I'm glad I went out there and really experienced it. And and the other thing I take away from the atmosphere is that I can see why um, players want to go play in places like that, because they're revered so much, you know, they in a small country town like College Station, where you're basically the superstar of the town and everybody knows your name like cheers. I can understand why you want some of that, because in Miami, people go, you know, if they if they follow football. Yeah. You know, if if somebody in conversation even thinks that you're a football player, then you, you're going to get all kinds of high praise. But that's, but anyways, that's better, though. That's better, though, because think about it, Marcus. That's better. You know, I'm piggybacking off what you're saying real quick and I'll let you finish. Um as far as what the atmosphere and you 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 have a small city and you have players and you're revered a certain way like everybody know you to the to the best player to the person that's on the bench i, I kind of getting a feeling from what you're talking about but i think you know being at the university of miami in miami and they're not giving you all of the 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 um the praises and the eyes and the you know um you know you know, they just ain't on your dick like that, basically. That makes you stronger. That makes you work harder. That makes you keep your eyes on the prize. Whereas if you somewhere like that, then you you don't have no problem just being revered in that small town. That could be your highlight of your life. Nah, but when you're at the University of Miami, people that's listening on the Mark West Sports Podcast, this is why you want to go to the University of Miami because the University of Miami is, is going to build you to be in the NFL. Not no small tip, no, no small city. They don't have nothing else. Yeah, you your school is like three, four, five times bigger than the University of Miami, but we don't need that. You know why? Because people stay right by, right around the corner. You right up the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, again, I do like what you said, but I, I, I ain't going to go ahead and let them um, listen to the podcast and think that, you know, they should be going to Texas and them. No, you need yeah. to go to the University of Miami because we're going to help you not just be a better player, but all that being revered in the small um, cities, small small towns, down mean shit. You need to go to the NFL. And when you go to the NFL, that's when you get the praise. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I, I agree with you. Uh, Miami definitely has more to offer than a small-ass town like uh, College Station or any of these small college towns. Um, but yeah, it, the atmosphere to date to is, is the best, best, uh, atmosphere, uh, that I went to and all right. So fast forward to this game, man, this game was one of the most disappointing losses, um, that I've seen because they actually played pretty well. They, <laughs> they actually played a pretty good game. They outgained. Texas A&M, mm -hmm. um, they, they beat them in rushing, they beat them in passing, um, but they just could not score, which was really frustrating. And it was frustrating for, for a couple of different reasons because mm -hmm. the, the first reason is that receivers dropping the ball. There were so many receivers just dropping the ball, and Tyler Van Dyke missed – his boy Xavier Restrepo, like everybody else who is wearing a U hat, like I am right now, 
Xavier Restrepo to me is probably the MVP of the team. And if Xavier Restrepo plays, they win the game. Straight up, they win the game because he's not going to drop balls. He's going to get open, and he's going to open up. Uh, he's going to open up lanes for for other players uh, to catch the ball. Um, Michael Redding dropped a bunch. Brashard Smith dropped passes. Um, and uh, Henry Parrish, even the running back, dropped passes. It was just, and then Tyler Van Dyke wasn't sharp. He underthrew a couple of plays. Uh, he overthrew. It just because I think he he just doesn't have that chemistry with these other receivers yet. I think he only has really good, um, really good uh, rapport with Xavier Restrepo. And then the other the other factor for me is that the fact that you're able to the other thing was first downs. I think it was 27 to 15. 27, yes. That Miami had over Texas A&M. It was like they were they were able to move the ball. Like the things that you worried about in this game didn't happen in this game. Like what what you worry about with the Miami Hurricanes? You worry about them protecting the quarterback, right? You worry about them um getting getting a pass rush. They got that. They 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 were putting heat on that quarterback pretty much the, the entire game. Mm-hmm. And and for the most part, they didn't really give up no big plays. You know, besides the one touchdown where they missed two tackles, they didn't really give up any big plays. And the other factor was Tyreek Stevenson's fumble on the punt, which is the one turnover in the game, which I think ended up being the difference in the game. Also, because your boy Xavier Restrepo is not back there. When he's back there, you don't have any issues. He's fielding the punt. You know, he's not letting it bounce to him. Nothing like that. Xavier Strepo has been doing this since high school. And we've been watching Xavier Strepo for a long time return punts. Now, Tyree Stevenson has been, been doing that too since high school as well. But we all see that he takes risks sometimes. Xavier Strepo plays it safe, which you have to do when you when you punt return. You got to play it safe. Only if you really got room are you supposed to be returning that that football. So that's another another area where where they really missed Xavier Restrepo. Unfortunately, he's out for like another five weeks uh, with a, a foot injury, and um, and then unfortunately now we got Jacoby George also <laughs> also out with a thumb injury. Um, I, I had the privilege to break that story, by the way, on canescounty.com that, uh, Jacoby George, uh, who was probably the only other receiver that showed you that he could do something, even though he was kind of rusty coming back from a two game suspension. Well, he was gooking too. I think he, he was the only one, only other receiver. What other receiver was really doing something? Nobody. Keyshawn Smith was, was invisible in this game. Mike, Michael Redding dropping every pass in the world. Uh, Will Mallory did a little something in this game. And I don't understand why Elijah Arroyo didn't get it any more uh, targets. He got one target, and what does he get? A 26-yard gain, yet he's not targeted for the rest of the game, which is, which is baffling to me. And the other baffling thing to me is the fact that you don't run Thad Franklin when you, like, first and goal, second and goal. Why are you running small Jalen Knighton? 
when when you 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 are goal to go, you got this big bruising running back who hasn't touched the ball basically all game, so he's fresh, and you give it to Jalen Knighton or yeah, or <laughs> I mean, you know Henry Parrish. I thought Henry Parrish pretty much balled this game. Jalen Knighton, I don't think he's even a hundred percent, but he still gave you what what he could in this game. But this was just just a frustrating game because at the end of the day, for me, Miami is a better team than Texas A and M, and they went they went into a very hostile environment and outplayed Texas A and M, and they didn't come out with the win. That was the most frustrating part. Like if, if Texas A and M outplayed us, then whatever they outplayed us, uh, but they didn't. We just couldn't capitalize. We couldn't execute in the red zone. You know, we have one critical turnover. We didn't commit. We didn't get any turnovers on our side, you know, and that that that's that's the frustrating part about the game. Positives. The O-line is the real deal. You know, uh, that that offensive line coach and Mario Cristobal is 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 really paying dividends because like Tyler Van Dyke wasn't sacked once. He was he was pressured a couple of times because nobody was getting open. Like I was looking at it from above and I saw no receivers getting open. You know, I don't think it was all on Tyler Van Dyke. You know what I'm saying? Because credit to him that he didn't throw any interceptions. He didn't force a lot. He he tried to force a couple though. Like a couple almost got intercepted, but nobody was getting open, bro. Like nobody was getting open on the field. And I had the 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 ability to really kind of see it because I'm seeing it from up top. And, and nobody's getting open. They didn't try any deep shots because nobody was getting open downfield. Keyshawn Smith is supposed to be your deep threat. And where was he? Nowhere to be found. So, so yeah, man, it, 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 it's, it's unfortunate to see how bad, how bad we are at receiver when we live in the mecca of wide receivers here That's in South right. Florida. Good. That's why it's a good this thing, Marcus. Of wide receivers. I can name you about 60 – good receivers that are that are in high school right now and that have been in high school and that are balling someplace else yet we have our best receiver goes down and we look like we're playing with 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 high school wide receivers out there you know what i'm saying like it's just really disappointing because you know mark pope he was supposed to be the guy was not d wiggins was he was supposed to be the guy is not high tower he was supposed to be the guy is not um dazzling warsham Supposed to be the guy is not. He transferred to Auburn, barely getting any playing time. I mean, I hate to bring this up about Manny Diaz, but he really dropped the ball in recruiting the wide receiver position because the fact that you can't, that right now it, it seems like, hey, if we have another injury, yo, I, I might as well see if I could try out and get in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how bad the wide receiver depth is right now and yeah, i think we only got it's, six it's crazy to think that that is the reason why we lost this game like like i said before you would think it would be the o-line it would be the d-line it would be the linebackers it would be something like that no it's because the receivers couldn't catch the ball tyler couldn't find nobody open and we couldn't execute in the red zone yeah you're absolutely right I mean, I, you know, I'm happy you had a good trip over there. I mean, it seemed like it was the only good highlight, you know, the ambiance of everything else that had nothing to do with the damn game. Um, but, but 
me at the crib watching the game, boy, I was so damn mad. I'm watching it, and I'm like, you know, I, I'm having hope because I'm like, like you said, we're dominating the whole damn game. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, Tyree Stevenson with the – I'm like, what is – I'm like, why are you taking your eyes off the ball? Like, what is going on over here? I'm like, of course this is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling wifey that, you know, and then from there it done snowballed and it snowballed, and then when you, when you look up and the game is over. And you're like, damn, like, we lost? That's happened. exactly how I was feeling. I was devastated, you know, but I was kind of happy at the same time because not that we lost, but it was just a clear – clear decision and clear for anybody that don't even know about football to see that our wide receiver room, our wide receivers are trash. Period. Restrepo injury is a godsend. I know it's a bad thing, but it's a godsend because it's showing the rest of the country and all these recruits that say they're going to Ohio State, Brandon Ennis, that mm-hmm. saying they're going to all these other um, colleges like why not stay to the crib? You see the O-line on point. You see the D-line on point. I mean, Leonard Taylor, our five-star um, player, like, he just, like, he just dominating. I'm like, what's going on? This the guy that couldn't get it during um the offseason, and now he's over here destroying stuff when he, when he get it? What the hell is going on? Because everything that I've seen – felt good because I've been mad. It's kind of going back to like the Dolphins. You feel me? Like you, 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 something hasn't been working all this time and you finally see it working. It makes you feel good. So again, you know, going back and piggybacking off what you're saying, as far as with the running running game and we doing our thing in the running game, we, you know, the passing game didn't look great, but I mean, Tyree kill and, 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 and Waddle's making, to it look good. Y'all need to make my doll TVD look good. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? These transfers, Latin. You came from Clemson. Why transfer somewhere else? <laughs> we don't see you. I don't even hear your damn name. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? That's the funny thing about it because I don't even hear your name. And you're like for me. You were our number one receiver. I know we got Restrepo, but I see Restrepo as a star, slot receiver. Restrepo is not an Andre Giant, Andre Johnson, or Michael Irvin. Like we said, he's like a Braxton Burial. So you saying that's our best wide receiver? So you know we already messed up. Am I lying? Like for him to be our best receiver? Trust me, I I, I, I fuck with Restrepo, but you can't be the best receiver. Because me, Marcus, we're looking at you like the Edelmans, like the Welkers, like the um, um, Braxton Berrioses, these slot receivers. Slot receivers, not they normally don't make the Hall of Fame like that. They don't. They're not the, 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 the big dog with the big nuts. No. They're going to get you the first down when you need it. That's what Restrepo does. They're going to go with the, the, the punt return. That's what they do because if you get injured – it ain't nothing. You're not our number one receiver. They're not going to put the number one receiver. Like, you think they're going to go ahead and put, like, who's a, 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 a number one receiver in the NFL right now? Like, one, the, who's your best raw receiver in the NFL right now? Just think of somebody. You feel me? Because, I, you know. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. You think they're going to have him doing kickoff returns? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> 
I know that's the NFL and we talking college, but you're not gonna put your number one receiver there because I mean, you know, is is you, you get injured with kickoff returns, with punt returns, like it, it's different. So for us to put our best right receiver there, that's showing you that we got a problem in Miami. Yeah, I was actually saying the same thing. I tweeted that out uh for the first game. I was like, Xavier Shepo and Keyshawn Smith. These are kind of like your number one and two receivers, and you have them on kickoff return. Exactly. Like, like I don't know. And how 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 did Restrepo get injured anyway? Because I'm like, I like you look up and then he, huh? It, I think it was in practice. The, the, okay, practice okay. As long as it was in practice, because I'm like I ain't see him in the game. Less. Um, get injured like when we played um. Who we played again? But Southern Southern Miss, like I, I think he he heard it before the Southern Miss game, and he played anyway in that Southern Miss game. And even with his his injury to his foot, he played anyway, and he was still the number one receiver on that day. You see what happens? That's though, how bad that receiving core is. Exactly, but you know I don't want to talk about tour right now. But it's the whole reason why you see like you're playing and you're injured. How are you gonna look? You're gonna re aggravate it. You're not gonna be your normal self, and now we don't have you. Now we don't have you. You feel me? I was, so yeah, yeah. I, looking back at it in it. hindsight, yeah, like he shouldn't have played that game at all. He should, if if he was hurt. But he's that type of he's that type of person. He's wired that way. You could tell. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Nobody cares if he wired that way, Marcus. We don't I mean, care. I know that. I know that. I'm just like the you know, head I, coach. The head coach know that our raw receiver room is trash. I, I need you, Restrepo, man. Come on, man. I know you're injured, but come on, man. Like, you know, yeah. we're trying to bring the Miami uh, 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 Hurricanes back. Like, I know. Like, look what we got. Look at your 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 your, your wide receiver room. Those guys that's watching the tape with you, you know they trash. I can't say they trash, but you know it. Me and you having a one-on-one conversation right now. <laughs> I need you because I can't depend on them. And now you're injured and I got to depend on them. Now the world sees. Why? So Brandon Ennis, all your other guys, man, Andy Jean, you feel me? Like, we need you, man. Yeah. I heard Robbie done got injured, though. Yeah, he, he did get hurt. He's out for, like, two weeks. So he'll be back. You know what I mean? But, but again, I'm just like, yo, we need this. And it doesn't matter because you said this, Marcus, in the beginning, man. Kane's uh, on Connie.com. You said this early in the year. You was like, I don't expect the Miami Hurricanes to be real contenders this year, but next year, that's when you want to, you know, um, put our name in, you know, like contention to be something. Yeah. Yeah. So for me right now, I'm just like, I'm looking at it like what I was saying last year about Tua is the O-line blocking for you. How does the D-line look? How does the defense look? We clearly know what the problem is. It's the raw receiver room. Yeah. So let's do what we can with the trash that we got. We'll show these recruits and these youth prospects that want to go somewhere else that, like, you can come over here and play it automatically. Don't need to worry about, oh, you got six receivers already there, already here. You don't need to worry about that. You're going to be the starter. We know that. You know that. I got to juice these people up in the raw receiving room and be like, yeah, you know, it's going to be a battle. You know, this, that, and the other, but you and I know you're going to be that receiver. So, again, yeah. this what needs to happen to the University of Miami. I think it's going to happen for the University of Miami because, again, people like Ruben Bain, 
people like Brandon in Ennis that saying that University of Miami they ain't stopping recruiting because they he ain't signed on the dotted line. They still going after them. Yeah, so for me, this was a a bad loss because I don't like losing, but it was a good thing because the problem was exposed, and that's the yeah. wide receivers. Yeah, um, the problem was exposed, and you know, to just try to put a positive spin on it, you saw a team that could pretty much hang in a, in a hostile environment. You know, I mean, because it, like I said, it doesn't get any more hostile than it was. So that means they could pretty much go anywhere and contend. I expect this team to contend when they get to Clemson uh, later later on in the year. I expect them to to be contenders in that game. I expect, you know, Restrepo is going to be back for that game. Uh, Jacoby George will be back for that game as well. So I expect them to really, you know, be contenders in that game and not be scared at all because as long as they can execute in the red zone and these receivers catch the damn ball, they can pretty much beat anybody because what I did see an improvement on, even though they, they missed two tackles on, on that on that touchdown play, is that they improved in tackling. Like, I hardly saw any missed tackles. I saw, like – Cameron Kitchens making this open field tackle. If he doesn't make that tackle, that dude scores. You know what I'm saying? On that play. I know what play you know I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Andre Smith was, was looking good, too. Like I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot how fast he was because he was a DB at Chaminade, and now he's over there playing linebacker, and he basically ran across the field to make this tackle. I was like, okay, well, I feel like the coaching – is really paying dividends, you know, because th- these little things are coaching things. The fact that the offensive line is better, you basically got the same players from last year. It's not like you got new players from last year, but the offensive line looks this much better. That means that's coaching. And the same players from last year is basically on defense, and you got some new players on, on, uh, on the D-line. But the fact that they're able to rotate guys, you know, get guys in fresh, is making a difference because now you see guys getting pressure on the quarterback on third down and, and quarterbacks not chilling there making coffee while he's finding a receiver out there. So those are the positives to really kind of look at uh, from this game. And then also I want to say that we did speak to some recruits after the game and they did uh, think that Miami is still in the right direction. A lot of the players said, oh, even they, they even though they lost, you could tell that they're going in the right direction. They look way better than they did last year. Heard that from several recruits. So, so even the recruits, Was any of them our receivers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jashiah Trader, you know, like he's a five-star 2024. Yeah, of course, man. Like, that's the thing. Like, these, these, these uh, recruits – can start next year, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they could just jump in and just start. Like I can see Nathaniel Joseph and Robbie, you know, even though they, they they're typically kind of small guys too, and they're like fast slot guys. I mean, at this point, I'd rather see them in in, in there and and do some. You know, if like right now with Strepo out, they'd be in there playing. You know, so. And I think Robbie and and, jo- and and Nathaniel Joseph are special kids. Those, those kids, when they get the ball in their hands, are explosive. And we we are lacking that explosive player, bro. We're lacking that player. Like you get you get the ball to them in open field, it, it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy because that's what Miami's known for. That's what we're known for down here. You know, 
having these um, explosive players when they're in open field, but we'll see, man. Well, I, I, and I think as this season continues, I think they're just going to get even better. You know, I think they, they're going to get like more fundamentally sound as, as the season goes on. If you started out, I think it's great that they played Texas a and this early in the season on the road because they're probably not going to play in a tougher environment. You know, Clemson's going to be a tough environment too. But, you know, the, the fact that they competed in this game and like you said, I mean, it's bad that they lost, but at the same time, this is going to make them even more hungry to to correct their mistakes for the rest of the season. So, Absolutely. so yeah, man. Um, overall, it's disappointing. They didn't score no touchdown. They had a field goal blocked. Uh, Borgallis had a field goal missed. Uh, you know, and then the fumble. Those are the kind of disappointing things you see. And then on the last drive, Will Mallory has a holding call. It's like everything that could have gone wrong for us to lose did go wrong. You know, except for us moving the ball. You know, it was frustrating to see us just move move the ball with such ease. At the end of that first half, I was like, Hurricanes are going to win this game. You know, that's what I thought, just because they were able to move the ball so well. And then it seemed like the D-line just kept getting better and better as the game went on. But, um, but yeah, as, as this season goes on, I really think um, the Hurricanes are going to end up winning, like, you know, nine, ten games at, at the end of the season. Um, and What's fortunate, what's fortunate with this game, too, is that it's not an ACC game. You know, this is an out-of-conference game, so it doesn't really hurt us as far as the ACC play. We haven't even played an ACC game yet. Uh, we'll play one in three weeks, two weeks, basically, against North Carolina because we got a bye coming after this Middle Tennessee State game. No need to really talk about this Middle Tennessee State game, except for the fact that their quarterback is from the crib, uh, Nick Vadiato. He's a guy that and he was a freshman last year, already starting, you know, for Middle Tennessee. And he's going to be out there wanting to prove that he can, you know, play well. But the Hurricanes are favored by 27 points in this game. <laughs> yeah. So it should, it should be a blowout. I expect the running game to run wild in this game. And I think on purpose, Tyler Van Dyke is going to go deep. You know, to either Keyshawn or um, Keyshawn's our fastest guy at this point. I mean, or Brashard Smith. You know, Brashard Smith, I can see him try trying to hit them on deep routes just because they didn't go deep. They, they tried deep one time in the NY, especially when Tyler Van Dyke's best is ball. And they, 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 they haven't really did that. Uh, too much this season, so so yeah, I think they spread whatnot. I think this ends up being like a you know, 40 10 type of game. Um, and Mike goes up there and dominates. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, look, I mean, I can't say it any better. I think the um, University of Miami gonna go ahead and dominate these this game, of course. You want you know, somebody that come from Day County, from the Tri-County Stadium to do good. But same thing like we said about Frank Gore Jr. Um, not last week, but the week prior. Well, you can look good as long as you lose. We don't care. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, I mean, they they you see the spread. They got us by over 20 points. 
Um, and of course, what you think gonna happen? You don't think everybody's seen what Texas A and M? We, we what we did at Texas A and M, even though we couldn't get in the end zone. Um, we're 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 back. We're back to work, and we're back to being uh, one of these sounds offensive lines, offensive um, defensive lines, and and so on and so on. So there's a few things that we need to go ahead and get situated as far as with our wide receiver room. So. Um, is nothing but positive things to come for the University of Miami. So as far as what you playing us right now after a salty ass loss, what you think we gonna do to your ass? You feel me? We gonna do what everybody think we gonna do to your ass. We gonna whoop that ass. You feel me? We gonna whoop that trick. You feel me? We gonna go ahead and go over there. Or are they coming over here? Are they coming over here? Yeah, it's over here. Oh my God. So you're going to be melting like a crayon again, like everybody else that come to Miami and plays us in this hot ass weather right now. Um, hopefully it doesn't rain. You feel me? Because when it comes with rain, now you have injuries because, or people look better than they normally look because you can't tackle the way you want to tackle. You can't plant your foot to the ground and push off to, 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 to um, help block or even, um, if it's goal line or if it's a short yardage play and you want to give that extra push, you won't have the the solid ground to actually give you that extra push because, you know, you're probably slipping and everybody fought, flopping and falling around all, all day. But for me, I just want this to be a quick, easy win. And I want to see the other guys. I want to see the other wide receivers. I want to see, you know, our other quarterback. And not just the second string, third string and all. That's how much I want the ass whooping to be. You feel me? I want it to the point where, all right, we're going to do it like a spring game. TVD, you get the first quarter. You feel me? Garcia, you get second quarter. You feel me? And then we'll go down the actual quarterback depth depth chart and, and, and everybody will get a shot. shot. Same thing when it comes to the wide receiver room. I want to see everybody. Y'all bitch ass need to um um, catch the damn ball, especially against this mediocre school. Yeah, like if if y'all if y'all don't do what I think y'all gonna do, like just like just just help us out and transfer. Help us and transfer. Don't stay here. You feel me? That's what I'm saying. You feel me? I want y'all to do good because, like, you know, I'm for everybody in damn Florida to do good. But I like my team more. I want my team to win because of you. You know what I'm saying? You see how that works? I want my team, the University of Miami, to win because of you. And if you can't help with the win or help put us in that um, um, best position to win, then I need you to kick rocks. I need you to transfer and, you know, separate yourself from us. Maybe you need to be somewhere else and you, you, you wind up doing better. So as far as this game, you know, we don't need to talk too much about this game. You already know what it's going to be. You said everything that I could have said. I ain't going to no point of repeating that. Yeah. But again, it's going to be a blowout game. And I'm going to enjoy my day and look forward to the Miami Dolphins the following day. So yeah. that's yeah, what yeah. I'm I still think the, the Hurricanes won the Coastal Division. Uh, the only team, only team that looks like they could give us problems is probably Pittsburgh, Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. They lost the Old Dominion, Duke. Yeah, they're undefeated, but I don't believe in Duke. Georgia Tech, they are sometimes good, most of the time bad. We always whip that uh, ass. 
And then Virginia looks suspect too. I mean, all, all, all the teams in that division looks look suspect compared to the Miami Hurricanes, uh, except for Pitt. And they they kind of got lucky in the game against West Virginia, which West Virginia don't look pretty pr- um, too good. So I think um of course we we probably have the probably the toughest ACC schedule because we got Florida State and Clemson on the schedule. Florida State's also undefeated, but I don't believe in them either. Thank right you. now, especially Thank with the the uh the quarterback got hurt and now they're playing with a backup. They still squeezed out a victory against Louisville, but Louisville didn't look good either. So I think this division is definitely uh for us for the taking. And I don't think they lose another game until maybe Clemson. And I think they have a chance to beat them too. That's so, the redeem team. That's the redeem the redeem game. Yeah. That's what I think. All yeah, these yeah. other games is prep. Drop the balls in these games. Don't yeah. drop it in when we play Clemson. Yeah, that's yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll see. So that's that's enough about the uh, Hurricanes. Um, you know, it's on to the next one this Saturday. Uh, anything else you want to wrap about? No, not really, you know, because, you know, I, I, of course, you know, I was in awe of my Dautua. Devastated from the University of Miami. I mean, you got the Miami Heat. I think they have something going on next week, I think, um, in regards to the season starting. I think media day, something like that. Okay. doesn't really matter to me. We can't we don't really need to say too much about the Miami Heat because we really didn't do anything in offseason. Everything that we wanted to do, we didn't want everybody we wanted to get, we didn't get. So we're kind of like the same team that we had um, last year, which was a good team. Again, you know, a shot away from the finals. Um, But again, besides Jimmy Butler, um, you know, getting dreads, I don't know why he actually did that shit. You (laughs) feel me? Um, There's no news in Miami as far as what the Miami Heat. So Yeah, yeah, there's nothing nothing that I know of. yeah, anything else? I mean, Marlins. I know, crap. I know. I can ask you something. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I know you went to the you um to the Wu Tang Clan concert. You feel yes. me? I know you spoke on that yeah. on the um text message that we got. Like, yeah. um, I know you said it was good, but you know, like it kind of kind of kind of let me be there with you. Like, kind of <laughs> tell me, like, you feel what I'm saying? Because yeah, you yeah. know, we got go ghost face killer and you know, I think Wu Tang been broken up for the longest. They never really be together like that. You know, of course, my favorite one is ODB. Um, I yeah. found out from you, Method Man wasn't there, which was yeah. a disappointment because I'm like, when you see Method Man, I know Red Man is not part of Wu Tang Clan, but he's so tapped in with Method Man. It, you know, it's like he's part of it. You know, so right. just to see him not being there, and Chris um also um stated that um. You know, uh, Method Man stated why he wasn't there, basically because he got so many other um, incomes coming in that he got to put his time to. There's no need for him to that do it. Power money. Exactly. Power yeah. money. <laughs> you know, but 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 even when it comes to the power money, it's not even just power because I hear these individuals um, don't even get paid that much sometimes. You know, I'm not sure, you know, but um, you, you see 50 cents. He's um, going at it with stars and um i seen um ghost from um the other power um 
you know, how he had to borrow money from 50 cents and this, that, and the other, okay. you know. So if you have all this money and stuff like that from these shows, you feel me? Everything be an illusion sometimes, though. Us on the outside looking in, thinking they booming, like they live in the Vida Loca, you know what I mean? But in actuality, you know, they struggling. and Or they are making money, but some people live beyond their means. You feel what I'm saying? You living in Hollywood, you know, you want to be in this big mansion, whereas... If you was living in a, um, a house like me and Marcus, then you know that we're paying a regular mortgage, but we got big bread coming in. But if you got your mortgage and everything else, these these Rolls Royces, I'm not saying that that's what they got, but expensive cars in that nature, expensive lifestyle, then you know you need to generate two, three times as much every month. You know, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. So yeah, concert. It was first of all, it was way out there in West Palm Beach. Ooh, took me out, took me out, took us an hour to to get down there, and it was at this kind of an outdoor facility. It was like at an amphitheater, mm-hmm. um, but it was a lot of people there, um, a lot of Moonblanc. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? More more than you would think. You know? Okay. And and then uh. Nas came out. It was it was interesting the order that they had too. So Nas came oh. out first, you know, saying oh. Nas, you know, he started out with, you know, it ain't hard to tell. Um, you know, he did he did a lot of like his he did represent from Illmatic. Um, you know, he, he was all right, you know. Nas is Nas, he still looks the same, you know, did black he no crack. He did either? not do either. He did not do either, which is unfortunate. He should have did that. Um and after Nas, they brought in Wu Tang. Uh, they did uh Eye for an Eye, which is on the okay. Mob album, and then um, so that's when Raekwon and Ghost came on. That's how he transitioned. I would have liked to see more Ray and Ghost because those are really kind of my favorite rappers, besides Method Man and ODB. Um, but okay. Ray and Ghost is like they're like a group in himself, and I wish I would have seen more of them. Um, I got a better appreciation for Raekwon now than before because I, okay. I don't know. I, I just hear more stuff that he was saying. Um, so the thing that was weird though is the fact that they had ODB's son out there, and he did ODB's uh song "Shimmy Shimmy Ya," you know, and I think he did. He did one more. He did uh, "Hey Dirty." He did that song. Um, but what was weird about it is that the fact that he was trying to be like ODB, you know what I'm saying? Like he was trying too hard to do <laughs> to do like these, these shenanigans. Like he would be like he went to the crowd and he was like yelling and he was like trying to lay in the crowd and stuff. And and then he, you could just tell it was forced. Like he was trying to force himself to be like his dad, or or do something that his dad would do. And the you could you could tell the crowd was feeling it too. The crowd was like, "Ah, oh, this is weird." You know what I'm saying? Because he was like yelling for no reason. You know what I'm saying? He was just doing a bunch of mess that it kind of you kind of felt bad. Like not felt bad. <laughs> but like, Damn! Like, why you even? Why are you trying? Destroying your dad's legacy, doing this. No, I understand that. That's your dad, and obviously, ODB is one of these legends in 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 music as as for like '90s hip hop, I guess. But um, 
Like, don't try to be something that you're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, that part of it, I just wasn't feeling, you know? And uh, that, yeah. But but besides that, I thought it was pretty decent. You know, they played they played the the routine song that you you would think, like Cream and Triumph. Um, and then they went into Busta Rhymes. So Busta Rhymes was there too. But Busta Rhymes had limited time, you know? And Busta Rhymes got a lot of jams, bro. He got a lot of jams to get you hyped. And he was doing like a verse of like almost every song he had. He was like, yeah, I'm just trying to get them all in because I got a lifetime of hits. You know what I'm saying? And it was live, but it's like you wanted more because he would give you like a few lines of a song and then he'd go to the next one. Some more lines and then he'd go to the next one. And the crowd was like, oh, like, damn, why didn't you keep going? So... So that part of it was kind of weird. And then after Buster Rhymes was done, they brought Nas back out. And then Nas did some more songs. He did like, you know, If I Rule the World. He did, you know, some other songs. But that was you know, weird. Yeah, Nas, Nas's songs. Yeah, I love Nas as a rapper, but Nas is not really, that's not really a, 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 a overly exciting concert to go to. Let's just say that. You know, say Nas is kind of a chill dude. Songs is really kind of, chill vibe type of thing yeah lyrically he's on point but at a concert you want to be hype and you want to just you know sing the words or whatnot and really feel the vibe so and then um wu-tang came on back after that and they played some more good songs uh and that was it i mean it was it was it was good for what it was worth because the tickets wasn't even that expensive um and I was wondering, I was like, why is this not expensive? You got Nas, you got Wu-Tang and Busta Rhymes. But it was only for like a kind of a short period of time. You know, it started at 8 and then it ended like at 11. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it was it was, uh, it was was pretty decent for what it was worth. Um, There was a lot of aromas in the building. Yeah. <laughs> <I knew> that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, overall, it, it was it was it was a good time. It was a good time. It was worth going to, um, because you never know when you're gonna see these rappers again, like all together. I mean, Wu Tang. Who would have thought that they would even be back together all together like that? Because pretty much all the members were there except for Method Man. Um, but wish I would have seen a little bit more Ray and Ghost. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so that's what's up. I mean, happy you enjoyed your time over there. Came back, went over there, West Palm Beach, hour yeah. away from us, you know, came back safely. Wifey, you good? Y'all went to Texas, came back safely, enjoyed your time. So, like, look, I mean, it's always a good thing when you can live, you feel me, and do things out of the ordinary that you typically won't do because you're always busy at work, doing some other right. bullshit. You feel yeah. me, that as, as adults gotta do right now to sustain everything, but I mean, it was a good thing. You feel me? I'm happy that um, you went. I mean, I didn't go to a Wu-Tang concert, um, and that's one of the concerts that I would want to go to. But just the plain fact that Method Man wasn't there, and it's like, all right, man, nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, anything else you want to go ahead and discuss before we go ahead and end this? Nah, not really. I talk about turkey leg hut, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, um, you know, real quick, you know, you you heard what's been going down with Kim Kardashian and Ray J? Nah, what's going on with them? Uh, so basically, Ray J, Kim Kardashian, and, um, and her um, the mom, Kris Jenner, went on a show, like a lie detector test, um, basically, um, asking did they have any 
um, any type of foot in that sex video with Ray J and R and um, Kim Kardashian coming out years back when we were a little younger. And the lie detector said that she was telling the truth because she said she had nothing to do with it. Oh, Ray. So that's basically making it seem like Ray J was the one that leaked it. Ray J came out with the receipts and the receipts was it was all planned. The mom, Kim Kardashian. So basically the mom is the madam or pimp. The mom basically told her and Ray J to come out with a sex tape so it can benefit um you know kim kardashian at the time because you know she was the butler of paris hilton at one point you know what i'm saying really you didn't know that (laughs) yeah she was the one that held paris hilton's bags and did all that shit that uh, yeah this was before she made it you know what i'm saying so um they went ahead and did it he came out the receipts he came out with the contracts that they had with these um uh, i guess porn companies or you know whoever deals in that type of entertainment and basically showing the world that it was all planned that the mom some the mom even was like she the mom was watching the sex tape imagine your mom watching your sex tape with you and go <laughs> like really you film your mom watching the text sex tape and being like no don't we don't need to film another one don't do that one we rather go with the first tape don't go with the third tape because the first tape was better it makes um her look better in this way or that way you feel what i'm saying like and i remember watching that that sex tape when it came out you know that was when it was a trend you know um, i mean of course r kelly had his sex tape you know of course um what's his name um pamela anderson had her sex tape you yeah. have the 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 kim kardashian you know before she was kim kardashian that we know it now she came out with a sex tape so it was just like you know for us being normal people um, even though they're normal people like us, but they're not rich to see the people in that light. You know what I'm saying? It was amusing, yeah. not because they just the, the real deal in the bedroom, because I seen porn that's better than that shit. You feel me? To be honest with you. But yeah. it, it came out that it was all planned. The mom has something to do with it. So basically the mom is the madam or the pimp and Kim Kardashian <laughs> is a prostitute. Wow. Wow. So that recently came out and I was like, yo, you know, um, today I was teaching my class with these kids and that was one of the debates that we actually had. And they looked it up. The kids were shocked. You know, we're talking about high school students. They're shocked. They can't believe it. I'm like, damn, you know, some students already knew about it. But, you know, even the teacher, um, you know, the teacher of the main class, because I'm teaching, um, you know, I'm one of the guest speakers, but I'm teaching as well. Life skills and stuff like that. Um even she was shocked. Everybody's shocked. Can't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like kids are like, what mom would do that? You feel me? I'm, a, I'm like a mom that's after money, a mom that, you know, don't hold you in the same regard as she do for herself and this, that, and the other. So it just shows you how the world is right now. And anybody will do anything for a dollar. You got women right now on OnlyFans, which is it's perfectly fine. Make your money how you want to make your money, you know. But in this case, when you lie and you try to victimize yourself and try to make it seem like someone's coming after you and um your most private moment you're exposing that to the world and people going to be feeling vulnerable and being on your side because of that and then you're the person that basically made this all up it's kind of like the you know um the guy from um empire 
um, when he said that, uh, you know, put, somebody put a noose over his neck and yeah. and told him all homophobic slurs and then everybody's feeling sorry for him and it comes out that you paid these people to do this and this, that, and the other. It makes you lose a lot of respect for a lot of people nowadays. Yeah, and it just shows you how how greedy and evil this world is for people to 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 take advantage of people emotions the way they're taking the, um, advantage of people emotions like that because a lot of people stay in their own circle in their own world but then you come out with a story like that how can you not feel sorry for somebody like that but then you're the the, the culprit that came up with the lie like you know it's just crazy but Hey, it is what it is. You know, that's just, you know, something new that just recently happened. I just wanted to go ahead and share it. But just to play yeah, the fact crazy. that, yeah, you know, I, I see you shocked. Like, what the hell is Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because of the, the, the message that it kind of gives. You know, it gives young girls right now the message as, you know, if if I want to make it in life, like Kim K, who's worth, I don't know how many. Billions. She's a billionaire. <laughs> She's 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 worth billions of dollars right now. I need to make a sex tape, or I need to sell my body, or I need to have my mom coach me on this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On how to sell my body, like that that type of message is is kind of mind boggling. Um, it, it, I mean, it's mind boggling, but at the same time, it's it's reality, and and uh, it's I'm not surprised at it because. A lot, a lot of women just use their body to sell, just like you said, with OnlyFans or, you know, I mean, prostitution is the oldest profession in the world. And and it just it's just more modernized these days. It's it's on it's on social media, you know, and it's on, you know, just you can you can sell sex in a lot of different ways now. So it's, it's just a message that, that it gives is that morals really don't really matter anymore if you're trying to get the bag like it mm -hmm. it's like get the bag by all means necessary if it means exactly. you know selling your integrity or selling your soul that doesn't matter as long as you get the bag and you you enjoy your life that's all that really matters and this the 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 the, the notion of, of of having morals and values and and looking a certain way to people um even even the flip side of that people who look at you a certain way those are the people that are getting the flag They're like oh why are you judging them you know yeah. <laughs> they just Pass doing, them. they just they just doing what they what they want to do or they're free to do whatever they want with their body that type of thing those are the people that are getting more flack than the people that are actually doing the act which is which is uh, uh it, it's it's totally uh, opposite of, of what it was before um, but hey, it is what it is. Get it how you how you get it, and and if uh, you don't care about being judged, then yeah, then it, it's it's pretty much the ball is pretty much in your court to to score. Yeah, definitely. So hey, it is what it is. You know, we find something out new every day in this world and on the Markware Sports Podcast. So uh, if there's not anything else. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.